This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts. But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse. Hello and welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host today, Vanessa, and I'm really happy to be here. Are you enjoying the sunny January weather? We're almost at the end of January. I can't believe next week is already February, like it's happening so fast. But I'm really enjoying this nice warm weather, especially when I'm in a place that has some air conditioning or I'm managing to sit in the shade. I know it's been getting really, really warm in the office and anyone who's outside has been getting a bit of a tan. So I hope you've been looking after yourself skincare-wise. So um, let's jump into today. So I want to have a chat all about saying no today and how it can improve our mental health. But before I get into all that juiciness, here's a word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers, and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offices in Hamilton, Tokoro and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Tauranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress South and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. So don't stress if you miss any of those contact details for Progress to Health and you think, hey, Progress to Health sounds like something that would be really helpful for myself or for someone else. I do play that ad again at the end of the show, so stick around, grab a pen and paper, and you'll be able to grab the contact details. So Progress to Health is all up and running, all of our offices, everyone is back on board. Um, most of our groups have started back. In Hamilton, we've got Retro Games, Mindful Cafe, Crafting Conversation. Um, the gardens, our gardening program starts back up in February, and um, in Tokoro we've got the peer support growing and we're about to have the, the um, crafts group coming up as well so whatever you're interested in around your mental health if it's um, non-clinical uh, progress to health could be something that might be really great so let's jump into what I want to talk about today which is the power of saying no 
Now, how often in your life uh, have you found yourself just saying yes to something because you thought that's what you have to do, because you didn't feel confident in yourself and saying no, or maybe you just thought, hey, I don't know how the other person will react, I'm going to let them down, um, maybe your internal um, dialogue is really not great and it's telling you that you know someone else who doesn't have a mental health issue would say yes and be able to do this and it's just like you're being lazy and whatever nasty things it kind of has to say so you say yes and then it ends up being something that you either need to say no to or give apologies for later or you just don't turn up because you're actually stressed out and it's just really overwhelming or you go and do it and it drains you completely like you use up all the energy and all the spoons that you could have used looking after yourself and doing something that would have been really beneficial for something that wasn't like the main plan for you right now it happens all the time because what happens is so often when we're not doing well with our mental health our self-esteem our self-assertiveness our assertiveness is really low and so we kind of end up feeling like we're supposed to do all these things. And also, I have to be honest, quite often society is telling us, setting like this this bar of what we're supposed to be achieving in life really high, which is not appropriate for where we're at when we're looking after ourselves, when we're in recovery, when we're looking out for doing the things each day that will make a difference long term for our mental and emotional well-being. And one of the things that I've noticed over my life is especially in my 20s, I said yes to everything because I didn't think there was actually an option for saying no. No one had ever talked to me about the fact that actually it can be completely appropriate to say no and not go to a social function, not do an extra activity at work, not take on looking after someone's kids for the weekend because they want to go away. I thought you had to, if, a, if a friend or a family member, you had to say yes. And like, especially, and especially if it's your boss, right? That I didn't, I hadn't had any kind of role modeling about how to say thank you for the invite to your birthday party. I actually have two other social events that day and um, I'm not, I won't have the energy to come to that. I wish you all the best, but I'd really love to catch up and celebrate your birthday. Could we get together and go for a coffee or go for a walk at the park or do something, insert like an other option that you do have the ability or the enjoyment to do? Um, I'd never seen that role modelled. I hadn't had been told by all and sundry around me that that's actually an appropriate thing to do. And so kind of in my 30s when I had my breakdown and my mental health was at the lowest, I kind of I had to keep saying no to everything because I was very, very unwell. And the, the invites for, for things got stopped. The ask for things stopped. And when I started getting better, I was like, I kind of threw myself a little bit too far in the opposite direction, trying to do everything because I thought, that's the sign. That's how I show I'm doing okay, right? Like I do everything shows that I'm doing all right. But what happened is that, of course, impacted my well-being because I overused my spoons. I did too much, right? So I wasn't actually taking care of myself. I wasn't doing my self-care. I wasn't making sure I had enough sleep. I wasn't making sure I had some downtime. I wasn't putting any effort into going for a walk or doing some gentle exercise, I was putting effort into all this external stuff. And so what I've recognized now is that it's really, really important to find out for yourself what's really important. Like, what is the thing that's important? I'm not telling you you have to say no to things. I'm saying you have the option to say no to things. I remember the first time I came across 
like uh, it was an exercise that I did, an extramural course I did up in Auckland, and it was all around communication and assertiveness and about how to present yourself to the world, how you want to be, like being your authentic self. And they made us do this exercise over the lunch break. So it was kind of like homework and you had to go away and you had to go ask various people whatever question. You came up with a question and you chose who the people were that you asked, but you had to get five no's. So people were asking increasingly random kind of outrageous things to people to get a no, right? Like you go up to someone who's selling flowers and say, hey, it's my best friend's birthday today. I have no money. Is there a chance you have a single flower that you would give me for free so I could give it to them for their birthday? I don't need it wrapped or anything. Like they're here with me. Could I have a single flower for free? Thinking they've got to say no, right? Because they're selling them. Various people got flowers, right? Like a whole bunch of people came back to from the lunch break with free food, free flowers. Various people had people's phone numbers who they were like, that person would never have said yes to me. I can't believe this worked. I don't know what's going on. I would never have asked them thinking I'd get a yes. I asked them assuming I'd get a definite no. But what I've found is that actually I there was multiple times where I got yeses for things, but also when I got a no, because the exercise was to get a no, I felt okay about it. And But what I realized is that I felt deeply uncomfortable and quite anxious asking people for things that I thought was unreasonable. And then I went, hold on a second, how many of these people are feeling like this is unreasonable, but they're saying yes to things and they don't feel comfortable saying no? How many people are like me with this? Like, and I started recognizing that this is not just me in the world. This is a lot of people. And also the interesting times that people said no and were okay with it. And the amount of times that people said no and apologized profusely and said, I'm really sorry, I can't give you a flower. My boss would like fire me. I'm really sorry. Someone yesterday asked for a free flower. My boss said that if I do that again, I'm going to get in trouble. Or I'm really sorry, I can't give you any free food. Or we could do this for like a dollar, but not free. Like, you know, people are trying to make it okay. And I realized that actually there's real power in actually just knowing your truth and being authentic and saying no when you need to say no, and you don't need to apologize for it. And I just, I had this epiphany, which was the entire point of the the exercise was to realize it's okay to say no, but it's okay to ask for things if you get a no. Like it's not bad to ask for things, like to reach out and try and to be like genuine and gentle and positive and asking for something and be okay with the no, right? Be a placeholder for the answer being yes or no equally okay. Because a lot of times when people ask, we try and stack the deck, right? And it's not, sometimes it comes across as a little bit like guilt tripping. It's like, hey, is there any chance you can look after, um, come house it for me? I really need someone to look after my cat. They've been really sick and I, I, I never get a holiday and it's just been really, really rough this year and I'm having a really, really hard time and I just really need someone to go do this thing for me. And it's like, yeah, I totally get that, but I'm not, I, I'm not in a good place to go do that. Like I would have to have come back and forth to look after my animals like this is not going to be working for me but it's kind of trying to find the way to actually authentically say hey I'm going away for a week I really want someone to stay in my house because um I don't have I don't have pets but I feel more comfortable being away from the house for a whole week if there's someone in the house is there any chance you were in the space where you wanted to come stay for a week right? There's a whole different energy to that. So this exercise just opened my mind to the fact that like I could authentically ask for things and be okay if the answer was a no, that I didn't have to 
give every single justification for why I needed to ask for help up front, that I could just ask the question, right? And that I could, within the asking, I could give a space if the person's not able to do it and that that would be okay. And that wouldn't affect our friendship or our, how I thought of them or anything like that. And that I could give a no, that I don't have to give a justification for no. Uh, I'm still not great at that. I quite often still will give a justification for having to say no, but I'm a lot better at it. And that it's okay to say to someone, I can't give you an answer right now. Like an offshoot of that is I can't give you an answer right now. I, I, I need to have a think about that or I need to go um, work out my calendar or I need to have a workout like how much energy I'll have that week. And it's okay to say, hey, can I get back to you like tomorrow and give you an answer? Or can I get back to you on Friday and give you an answer? Like how far away it needs to be. Um, like, you know, a day, a week, however long is like appropriate for you to work out what you need. Even if you're not going to go consult your calendar, you're just going to go sit with it. Because, you know, if you sleep on something and think about it the next day, you feel more solid in your answer. Right? Because sometimes that gut wrench, that knee-jerk reaction that we have to say yes or no is not the one that works for us later on. Like we just, that's, that's from reaction, not from planning or kind of feeling safe and organized, right? And so working out for yourself what works best, right? What is the way to say yes or no? Because like equally you can say yes to things. Like there is a lot of amazing stuff that people ask us and they've been really audacious when they're asking you like, wow, that's a big ask, but let's give it a go, right? Like that can make some amazing stuff happen in life. But knowing you have the you have the space and the ability and the welcomeness to say no can be so life altering and it can just I find it really reduces my stress and it reduces my anxiety in a situation because and in life in general because I know especially summer months like there's a lot of people have activities they get things that they got, they're doing it's like hey do you want to come to the farmers market on Sunday morning do you want to come to Hamilton Gardens um in the gardens hey look we're going to go to the movies on Thursday night we're going to go to like you know so by the end of the week you could have like I could have five activities and that would be great if I have that energy but actually if most of my energy is physically going to work at the moment and so then it's like I'm trying to focus on getting to bed at a decent time making sure I do some contact online or over text with some friends and like I have one or two activities out and they're already planned I don't like I need to be able to say have a space for myself to feel comfortable to say no to the add-ons and also sometimes we can't it's totally legitimate to push ourselves to add something in because you know the benefit to yourself is going to be huge right it's like actually going to the gourmet in the gardens there's gonna be a lot of people I'm gonna have to get all the way there have like sorted, like something to sit on, blah, blah, blah. Make sure I have some money to actually pay for some food. But A, I won't have to do any dishes. I won't have to cook the food. And I can see some people I really like. And there'll be some great music. So actually, that's totally worth saying yes to. Like it's going to have to push me out, but I'm going to get a really great outcome from that. It'll be really, really good. And it's a nice way to end the weekend, right? And it's like working out for yourself what is the most positive, most proactive, most compassionate to yourself activity like which is the answer that's going to make the the best outcome for yourself yes or no and that you're allowed to say no because that's the thing I have to chant in my head sometimes is that I'm allowed to say no so what I'm going to do is our usual thing I'm going to place a song and I'll leave you to have a think so I want you to have a think about are you someone that just automatically says yes to everything are you someone who knows you're allowed to say no but it, that you get guilt like you get shame you feel you you 
kind of think about it a lot. Like, are you ruminate on it? Like, it just goes around and around your head if you've said no to something. Or are you someone who just feels comfortable saying yes or no, depending on what's going on in your life, and that the people in your life are welcome you saying yes or no, depending on how you're feeling, right? Have a think about how that is in your life while you listen to this awesome song from Sound the Ocean. So here's Sound the Ocean, Spring, on the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM 89.0. months of dreaming and hiding from the shadows let me down they always let me down fleeting hints of daylight never ending evenings let me down they always let me down but a song begins with a kiss from the sun Back to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0. I'm your host, Vanessa, and today we're talking all about the power of saying no. 
So did you have a chance while you listened to that awesome fighting, um, awesome sound the ocean song to have a thing about like, are you someone who's comfortable saying no? Do you always say yes? Do you find you get guilt, feel guilt or shame uh, when you have to say no or you say no? Um, do you give yourself props? Like, do you t- give yourself time to actually think about what the answer needs to be? Like, what works best for you before you give an answer? Because it can be so good if we actually stop and pay attention and work out what works best for us. What makes a difference if we actually what will, like what what will be the outcome if we say yes or no to this activity or this uh this ask for some, someone else? What like what way of that? How does how does no show up in your life? Because I'm not advocating just going around and just saying no to absolutely everything. But also, it's sometimes it's just about that internal stuff, isn't it? It's about self-compassion, like assertive, self-assertiveness. Like working out how do I speak up for myself? How do I, how do I be there for myself to look after myself? Because sometimes it's actually saying, hey, everyone's going out clubbing. But actually, I'd be happy to go to a cafe and or even go have a picnic in the park or go to the movies together or sit at home and watch a movie. Like I don't like loud noise, drinks, dancing, late night, that's not me. Right? And it's finding the way to have that kind of what is the outcome the wanting? Is it the actual activity or is it the connection? Right? Is the time together? And when it's something around work, it can be like, is the reason you're saying no because you're needing some training on it? You're not feeling comfortable. So maybe it's not so much no as like, I'd be willing to take that on, but I do not feel, com- I don't know how to do that. I haven't had any training in that. I'm quite happy if I'm able to get some training to go do that thing. Uh, and it's like, sometimes it's a space for us to learn something new and grow ourselves. So that can be really, really awesome. But I think it's really important to know ourselves and know kind of like the different states we get in because what I find is that like how well we're doing is really can be really cyclical right there be certain times of year like I know a lot of people myself included I feel a little bit like a solar baby like when the sun's shining as much as I don't like being too hot like when the sun's shining my mood is a lot better my ability to say yes to things my ability to do multiple things is so much higher than it is in winter if we've had multiple rainy days multiple really gray cloudy days my ability to get up and do anything is very low. So my ability to say yes to anything is like at the absolute lowest in my life, right? And if I've been physically sick, I do not want to go out. And if I'm having a real anxiety period, I can't say yes to a lot of stuff, right? And anything I've said yes to, I kind of want to say no to. But what I find is that actually talking it over with someone, if I'm trying to decide is this a yes or no answer, can make a really big difference. So what it's really important is to know for yourself who you're comfortable speaking to, who in life you can actually, like if they're asking you this question, is this, is this someone you can talk this over with? Do you need to go away and say, hey, look, I'm going to take some time, I'll let you know, and go have someone else to talk to? And sometimes it's just we need to actually work out where we're at, like what else is going on. And sometimes we don't have anyone to talk to about that. So what I'm going to do now is our series of support lines. So if you need someone to talk over whatever is rattling around in your head, whatever is causing distress or rumination, um, grab a pen and paper, write some of these down so you know who to reach out to if that's all happening. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now, that's pretty much what it's called, so need to talk. 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24 7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with 
a trained counsellor and their service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text, 1737. The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a Crisis Assessment Team, they're part of the Community Mental Health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800 And they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now, the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around, like the, um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 111 now they're the other, if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from 8am in the morning to midnight. And they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whānau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Tōtoko, which is 0508 828 865. Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the outline, their number is 0800 688 5463. 
Don't stress you missed any of those contact details for those support lines. I play that at the end of every single show of Fighting Stigma. So come back next week and listen again on FreeFM 89.0 or find us on Spotify or through whatever you get your podcast from. But that's all we have time for today. So I hope that this gives you a few ideas and snippets of ideas of, hey, I am allowed to say no. It's okay to say no. It's not the end of the world. But from us all here, take care. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.